Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Well, now the word our, with online Paul audience as well as our television audience. And we bring this to you because we love you. We want you God's best for you. We want you to experience all that God has for you to grow in your walk with the Lord and to fulfill God's plan and purpose. And you will live to fulfill his plans and purposes in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. God has a great plan and a great destiny for each and every one of us. And in this season, we've been studying the very powerful subject of praise. And notice what the Bible says in Turn Your Bibles with me in the New Living Translation in Psalm 56. Psalm 56, verse 9. He says that, Psalm 56, verse 9. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says that, My enemies will retreat when I call to you for help. This I know, God is on my side. In these days and time, that's a good thing to know. That God is on your side. I praise God for what he has promised. Notice, I praise God for what he has promised. Yes, I praise the Lord for what he has promised. I trust in God, so why should I be afraid? What's the reason for the fear? What can mere mortals do to me? I will fulfill my vows to you, O God. And offer a sacrifice of thanks for your help. For you have rescued me from death. My Lord, think about how many times you came very close to death and God rescued you. That's a reason to praise the Lord. You have kept my feet from slipping. So now I can walk in your presence. In your, li your life-giving light. My enemies will retreat when I call to you for help. And I praise God for his promises. I praise God for his word. My Lord, and he prevents my feet from slipping. He delivers me from death. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, oh, you will continue to see God's deliverance as you praise him. That's how powerful praise is. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And we praise God for who he is. And we praise God for his promises. This I know that God is for me. And the very day that I call for help, oh, the tide of the battle turns in my favor i like how the living bible puts it it says the very day that i call for help that is the very moment that is the very time that the battle turns in my favor i see the battle turning in your favor in the name of the lord jesus because we serve a god who cannot fail we serve a God who cares about us and watches over us affectionately. The very moment that we call, the battle turns in our favor. The very moment that we cry out to God, Psalm 56 verse 9 in the New Living, he says, The very day I call for help, help, the tide of battle turns, my enemies flees. This one thing I know, God is for me. Do you know that? Hallelujah. The very day that I call, 
the battle turns in my favor. The battle is turning in your favor in Jesus' name. The battle is turning in your favor in Jesus' name. I know. Oh, what a good thing to know in these days and times. God is for me. And that's what makes all the difference. Oh, and my enemies flee. Whatever you are confronted with, you are overcoming in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. This morning we are talking about the fact that praise facilitates the fulfillment of prophecy. And you see, to understand that, you have to understand what prophecy is. Prophecy is the unveiling of God's plan for us as individuals, a people, or sometimes even a nation. I'll repeat it again. Pray, a prophecy is the unveiling of God's plan for us, sometimes as individuals, sometimes it's for families, sometimes it's for a group of people, or sometimes it's for a nation. And prophecy can come to us from two main sources. One is the word of God. In 2 Peter chapter 1, notice what the Bible says. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 19. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 19. He says, and so, I like how you, let me read this from the classic King James. He says that, he says, 2 Peter 1, 19. We have also a more sure word of prophecy. So here he calls the Bible the sure word of prophecy. Whereunto ye do well that you take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost or by the Holy Spirit. So here he's calling the Bible that you have in your hands a more sure word of prophecy. Very sure. And in the book of Psalms, it says that it is tried seven times. So this prophecy, this word that you have in your hand, it's a more sure word of prophecy. And he, say, and he says that the Bible, people didn't just come up with, they, woke, they slept one day and woke up and they said, they said let's just write this thing. No, 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 no. <laughs> he says that holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. That's why... Uh, Sometimes, sometimes in some ages, they just try, try to destroy the word of God. They try to hide the word of God. But it, it has survived generations till now. And when we leave, if Jesus doesn't come, it will still be here. You see? And in, and in the dark ages, the, the Bible was hidden from the common people. You see, right now you have it on your tablet. You have it very accessible. Um, but it didn't used to be always like that. Some people had to go through a season where it did not, the common person did not have access to it. But thank God no more. Now we have access to the word of God. It's a more sure word of prophecy. So when, we, when you read the word of God, when you hear the word of God being preached, 
The prophetic word of God is coming to you through what has been written. Very important. And then two, uh, prophecy also comes. You see, there are prophets that God sends our way. And every generation has prophets that God sends. And notice what he says in Luke chapter, 20, chapter 4. Luke chapter 4 verse 25. Notice this. Luke 4 25. He says, Luke chapter 4 verse 25. He says that, but I tell you truly, widows were in Israel in the days of Elijah when heaven was shut up three years and six months and there was a great famine throughout all the land. But to none, none of them was Elijah sent except to Zarephath in the region of Sidon to a woman who was a widow. And many lepers were in Israel in the time of Elisha the prophet. And none of them was cleansed except Naaman the Syrian. So Elisha was a prophet in his days. And he was saying that there are so many people that were leprous. Uh, in the time of famine there were so many widows. But he was only sent to specific individuals during his time. And when he gave them what God has said, and they obeyed and did what God has said, their lives were preserved. Or in the case of Naaman, he was completely healed. So God sent prophets our way with, his, with the word of prophecy as well. Very important. But you see, every prophecy that comes forth through any human vehicle, uh, one will line up with the word of God, and also it will be fulfilled. Deuteronomy chapter 18, Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 22, he says that when a prophet speaks in the name of the Lord, if the thing does not happen or come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord has not spoken. The prophet has spoken it presumptuously, uh, you shall not be afraid of him. So one characteristic of a true prophet of God is when they speak prophecy, it comes to pass. And you see, even in the New Testament, prophecy uh, is meant primarily to exalt us, to edify us, and also to comfort us. And God's, but God's word is also a sure word of prophecy. And he sent his, his prophecy through his ministers as well. Notice again what he says in Isaiah 44 verse 26. Isaiah 44 verse 26. He says that who confirms the word of his servants and performs the counsel of his messengers. Who says to Jerusalem you shall be inhabited to the cities of Judah. You shall be built and I will raise up her waste places. Who confirms the word of his servant who confirms the word of his servant thank you lord jesus so he sent his word his word is a more sure word of prophecy and then also his word is confirmed through his prophets as well in isaiah chapter 14 isaiah 14 verse 24 isaiah 14 verse 24 he says the Lord of hosts has sworn, saying, Surely as I have thought, so shall it come to pass. As I have purpose, so shall it stand. As I have taught, so shall it come to pass. As I have purpose, so shall it stand. And God's word, when he speaks, will surely 
come to pass. You see, and when God, when God speaks, our part is to believe the word of God. His part is to perform. Notice what he says in Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1, verse 45. Luke chapter 1, verse 45. He says that blessed, talking to Mary, he says, Blessed is she who believe, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. An angel appeared to her and, and spoke to Mary and said, you are going to give birth. And sure enough, um, she did. But it was very difficult for her to believe because she was a virgin. But Elizabeth, when she visited Elizabeth, Elizabeth spoke to her and says, Blessed is she who believe, for there shall be a fulfillment of the word of God, of those things which were told her from the Lord. God, when God speaks, our part is to believe. And when we believe, we see the fulfillment of what God has said. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody says it's not Christmas and we are talking about Mary. <laughs> Christmas in the fall. <laughs> In the name of Jesus, whatever God has promised, as you believe it from now to the end of the year, may you see it fulfilled in your life. Amen. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. No, one can fulfill, no man can fulfill prophecy. Prophecy cannot be fulfilled. You like that, right? Prophecy cannot be fulfilled by the effort of man. When God speaks... He has the ability to fulfill. Notice this. He says in 1 Kings chapter 8, verse 15. 1 Kings chapter 8, verse 15. He says this. And he said, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, who spoke with his mouth to my father David, and with his hand has fulfilled its saying. He spoke, his hand fulfilled. He spoke. His hand fulfilled. And then verse 24, he says, You have kept what you promised your servant David, my father. You have both spoken with your mouth and fulfilled it with your hand as it is this day. You spoke, you are fulfilled. You spoke, you are fulfilled. You spoke, you are fulfilled. God, when he speaks, he's able to fulfill. It takes the hand of God to deliver the fulfillment of prophecy. But you see, it's one thing to have prophecy, or it's one thing to have God's plan. It's another thing for the plan of God to be fulfilled. There are two different things. Access to the plan does not equal delivery of the plan. And when the children of Israel left Egypt, uh, Pharaoh wanted to still keep them in captivity. He still wanted to keep them down. And sometimes, we, you see, Egypt is a type of the world. Sometimes we, we have escaped from the world. We have been translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. But the enemy still wants to hold us down. And when they got to the Red Sea, Moses started crying. Like, I mean... Sometimes we do. (laughs) 
And notice what God said to him. God said through Peter that he's, he says he's given to us all things that pertain to life and to godliness. So Moses was crying. And as he was crying, in Exodus chapter 14, verse 15, And the Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry to me? Stop crying. Tell the children of Israel to go forward. But lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it, and the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. Why are you crying to me? When I appear to you, I deliver to you the rod. You see, we have so many weapons or tools that God has given us, but if we don't use them, uh, it's of no value. Why are you crying to me? And this was a very serious situation. <laughs> it was a shorter route to, to, to the promised land, uh, but God knew the heart of these people. It, it would have taken them 11 days. But he said, no, these people have not seen war before. If they go and these Amorites and all the ites, they encounter them, they will start crying and say, let's go back. So let's go through this path. And when they started going through, you see, up to, when they started going through, because there were mountains on both sides, there was no way to go. The only way to go, you had to go through the Red Sea. And then Pharaoh saw that it was an opportunity for him to hedge them in and to threaten them and to defeat them and to bring them back. Uh, but you see, God knows what he's doing. If you haven't realized that by, by now, sooner or later you realize that God knows what he's doing. <laughs> it's not because sometimes we don't understand. And it's easy when we don't understand to complain, to murmur. But God knows what he's doing. He has a plan. Why are you crying to me? Oh, but in the name of the Lord Jesus, lift up that rod. I've given you something. And as he lifted up the rod, there was no scientific explanation for this. It had never happened before. But the Red Sea parted to the glory of God. In the name of Jesus, I don't know what the circumstance is. I don't know what the situation is. But in Jesus' name, as we use the weapon of praise, as we use the weapon of the word of God, we will see the hand of God move situations on our behalf in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I don't know what they have called closed in your life. In any area of your life. But I know a God. That as we praise him. As we speak his word. We will see his hand at work in our lives. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Notice. One time. Let's, let's go back to Hezekiah, uh, Hezekiah again. Hezekiah ran into a, diff a difficult situation. And the word of God came to him and said to Hezekiah, look, Hezekiah, put your house in order. Uh, you are done. Uh, that's it. The Bible says that he was sick unto death. But we'll see here how prophecy was fulfilled in his life as he began to not only pray, but to praise. 
Notice Isaiah chapter 38. Let's look at that account. Isaiah 38 from verse 1. It says, In those days Hezekiah was sick and near death. And Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, went to him and said to him, Thus says the Lord, Set your house in order, for you shall die and not live. Then Hezekiah turned his face toward the wall and prayed to the Lord and said, Remember now, O Lord, I pray how I have walked before you in truth and with a loyal heart and have done what is good in your sight. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. Uh, you see, people can be going uh, living around, uh, living life, um, sometimes very carelessly and not considering um, eternity or what will happen when they die but when, when somebody has a few days to live the, the person starts thinking that's a different scenario uh, some, somebody's gonna say oh I don't believe in God I don't believe in the Bible I don't believe in all these things that you are, I don't believe Jesus Jesus is just a historical figure ever heard that one before yeah he's <laughs> not just a historical figure you can play around with all these things, but when, they are, when these are numbered, uh, it's a different story. Uh, sometimes, uh, if, if people are in a flight, uh, and the flight gets bumpy, or it gets serious, even the people that don't believe it, people from other different, they will cry Jesus. Jesus will come out of the Because that is close. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different ball game. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Even the person that said they don't believe in God. <laughs> they will cry Jesus. <laughs> oh, I pray. If you wherever you are watching from, make a Jesus is alive. He's not dead. <laughs> believe in him and serve him faithfully right now. Make that decision. The Bible says that he is the only way, the truth, and the life. There is no other way to the Father except through Jesus. I pray that you would dedicate your life to him completely. But notice the prayer that Hezekiah prayed. He said he turned his face to the wall. Sometimes it's good to turn your face toward the wall. And he said... Remember now, O oh Lord, I pray how I have walked before you in truth and with a loyal heart and I've done what is good in your sight. Lord, remember. Lord, remember. You see, that is one of the, the blessings of serving God faithfully. He knew that he hadn't done everything right, but he said, I've walked before you, Lord. I've done the very best that I can. I have walked before you in the day of test, in the day of trial. I have walked before you in truth and with a loyal heart. I have walked before you in truth and with a loyal heart. Somebody say, I, I, I can't say that. Today is a good day to start. Amen. <laughs> Today is a good day to start and say, oh Lord, I know I haven't done my very best. But from today, 
I am making a commitment. I'm yielding my life to you completely the rest of my days. It's yielded to you completely, Lord. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I will do my best to love you. I will do my best to serve you. I will do my best to give my all to you. I will do my best to lay down my life for you and for others. In the mighty name of Jesus, so help me God. See how I have walked before you in truth and with a loyal heart and I've done what is good in your sight. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, may your service to God answer for you in the day of trouble. Your loyalty to God, to his house, to his church, to his people. For and the word of the Lord came to Isaiah saying, Go and tell Hezekiah, thus says the Lord, the God of your father, I have heard your prayer, I've seen your tears, surely I will add to your days 15 years. He didn't even leave the, 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 the courts of the palace. Extra. Somebody who had a death sentence on his life when he prayed. But notice the key. See, Isaiah delivered the word of the Lord. He delivered the prophecy. But notice the key. He himself says it in Isaiah chapter 38, verse 20. Just go down a few verses, please. Let's learn something. <laughs> he says, the Lord was ready to save me. Therefore, we will sing my songs with string instruments all the days of our life. Notice this. In the house of the Lord. The priest killed. The Lord was ready to save me. But his salvation, his deliverance. Was preceded. He says, therefore, we will sing my songs with string instruments all the days of our life in the house of the Lord. I'm going to praise him. The Lord is ready to save me. Key issue. He says, the praise that we do after God's word is fulfilled, and then there is praise that we do to see the fulfillment of God's word, of our prophecy. And then he says, now Isaiah said to him, let them take a lamp of fix and apply it to the portals on the board, and it shall recover. And Isaiah said, what is the sign that I shall go up to the house of the Lord? The Lord was ready to save me, therefore I will sing. The Lord was ready to save me, therefore I will sing. I pray in the name of Jesus, as you praise the Lord, may you see the hand of God at work in your life. Anything in your life that is about to die, that is supposed to be alive, in the name of Jesus, may it come alive. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's look at another, another example. 
Oh, even before we go there, you see, that, you see when it comes to praise, let, let's, let's take the um, pause here. When it comes to praise, sometimes also it, 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 it's, a, it's a sacrifice. Because sometimes the circumstance, whatever you may be faced with, you don't understand. So he calls it a sacrifice. Notice what he says in Proverbs chapter 12. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 14. He says, a man will be satisfied or a person will be satisfied with good by the fruit of his mouth. And the recompense of a man's hand will be rendered to him. A man will be satisfied with good by the fruit of his mouth. And what is this fruit that he's talking about? He, give us that, he gives us that key in Hebrews chapter 13. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15, he says, Therefore, by him, by Jesus, let us continually, let us now every now and then, no, 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 let us continually, you see, consistency, I've been preaching, talking about that lately, consistency is the key of the game. In the Christian walk. Let us by him continually. Do what? Offer the sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of our lips. Giving thanks to his name. Praise. It's a sacrifice sometimes. The sacrifice of praise to God, but you see that the fruit of our lips. A man will be satisfied with good through the fruit of his mouth, of his lips. And praise is one kind of fruit that comes out of our mouth. Lord, I don't understand everything, but I will still praise you. I will be still praising the Lord. I will still praise the Lord. I am in the valley. I don't know how to come out of that valley. But in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I, there is one thing I know to do. I know to praise the Lord. And in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. As you praise him. You will come out of that valley in Jesus name. Oh, my Lord and my God. A sacrifice costs you something. But even when I don't understand, even when I don't have the full picture, I will be still praising the Lord. Psalm 84, verse 4. It says, Blessed are they that dwell in your house. They will still be praising you. They will be still praising you. Tell the children of Israel, the rest of you, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. They will be still praising you. When they were delivered, they began to sing the song. And they said in Exodus chapter 15 verse 11, it says, Who is like unto you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like unto you, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. As you stand still praising the Lord, you will see the oneness of the Lord in the name of the Lord Jesus. 
you start praising him while you are up against the wall. You start praising him while you are faced with the, with the impossible situation. The rest see in this case. They will be still praising the Lord. Is it praise? It's God's watering system. It waters the sea of God's word. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. I see God moving on your behalf in Jesus' name. I see God moving on your behalf in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You see, Abraham received a word of prophecy from the Lord in Genesis, Genesis chapter 17. Thank you, Lord. Verse 4 says, As for me, behold, my covenant is with you, and you shall be a father of many nations. No longer shall your name be called Abraham, but your name shall be called Abraham, for I have made you a father of many nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of you. And kings shall come from you, and I will establish my covenant between you and your descendants after you in their generations for an everlasting covenant. To be God to you and your descendants after you. My Lord and my God. We can stay here for a long time. <laughs> because in Christ Jesus, we are counted as the children of Abraham. So, so think about it. Not only in his generation. But all throughout all generations, he will be a God to us. My Lord and my God. That's shouting grounds. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, I love his way. And I will give to you and your descendants after you the land in which you are a stranger, all the land of Canaan as an everlasting possession, and I will be their God, Jesus, in their generation. The covenant is sure in every generation. Oh, I want to shout and dance to this. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> that means that the covenant is sure in my generation. It's sure. By saying to Abraham, I'll make you a father of many nations and there are no nations in sight. Nothing. <laughs> My God. But he said to him, he said in Genesis 18, and he said, I will certainly return to you according to the time of life and behold, Sarah, your wife, shall have a son. So that's God's prophetic word to Abraham. That's prophecy to Abraham. What did Abraham do? Notice what he did. And you can do the same thing. No, no matter what the situation is. The praise cure. Abraham. The Bible says that in Genesis chapter 21. Notice this. Genesis 21 verse 1. He says that. And the Lord visited Sarah as he had said. And the Lord did for Sarah as he had spoken. For Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age. At the set time of which God has spoken to him. Oh. 
But between the time that God gave that word and between the time that Isaac came, what is Abraham doing? He's gone past Papa Paul's. Sarah has gone past menopause. Nothing, no nations inside. <laughs> Notice the key, please. Romans chapter 4, verse 20. He says that he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory. see prophecy fulfilled we must keep praising the Lord and as you do that in the mighty name of Jesus any undesirable situation in your life you are stepping out of it in the name of the Lord Jesus Amen. the Lord was ready to save me my God in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, we serve a good God. Thank you, Father. Glory be to the name of the Lord. He was strengthened as he gave glory to God. Isaiah 52 verse 1 says, Awake, awake, put on your strength, O Zion. Put on your beautiful garments, O Jerusalem, the holy city. For the uncircumcised and the unclean shall no longer come to you. Take yourself from the dust. Arise, sit down, O Jerusalem. Lose yourself from the bond of your neck, O captive daughter of Zion. You are shaking yourself from every form of captivity through praise. Amen. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We saw the story of Jehoshaphat against the three kings. And you will notice also that God, when, when, they, when, when they began to pray and seek the face of the Lord, God responded. Notice what God did in Second Chronicles. Thank you, Lord. Second Chronicles chapter 20. Glory be to the name of the Lord. He says that then the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel. The son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jeriel, the son of Matania, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, in the midst of the assembly. And he said, listen, all of Judah, all you of Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, and you King Jehoshaphat. Thus says the Lord to you, do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours but God's. Tomorrow go against them. They will surely come up by the ascent of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. You will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourself, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not, be, do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord is with you. That's what God said. You see, to, to see prophecy fulfilled, there's what, what God says. And what our part is. You shall be still praising the Lord. He gathered the people. 
the, 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 the praises to go ahead of him in the battle. And sure enough, he did not need to fight in the battle. Because God inhabits the praises of his people. And is he, <laughs> my Lord and my God, when you praise, you, you, God, because God inhabits the praises of his people, whatever cannot stand God cannot stand you. I'll say it again. <laughs> when you praise, in Psalm 22 verse 3, it says God inhabits the praises of his people. When you praise, whatever cannot stand against God cannot stand against you. And you are up against a wall till you begin to praise. Notice what the Bible says in Psalm 24. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Once you discover this, your Christian life, your life will take on new meaning. Notice this. He says that lift up your heads, O you gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O you gate. Lift up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. Oh my Lord. So without praise, you are up against a gate which cannot be moved. But when you begin to praise, he says that lift up your heads, O you gate. Everlasting doors, doors that are closed, that are meant to be open, because they cannot stand the presence of God in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Those doors will be open, those gates will be lifted up at the instance of praise. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Whatever you are up against. When you praise, you are, in, you are already in God. God is in you, if you are a child of God. But his presence is not always in manifestation. <laughs> He's with you all the time. He's with you when you are in the car. He's with you when you sleep. He's with you when you wake up. He's with you when you are at work. But the presence of God is not in manifestation. We discovered that with, with Paul and Silas in, in prison. When they beca- These people knew something. Joseph also knew the same thing. He, when he began to praise, God sent ambushment against the people and they started fighting among themselves. Oh, no wonder he says, when I begin to praise, that the titans, the enemy flees. Today is a new day for you. Amen. Today is a new day for you. Amen. Today is a new day for you. Amen. Without praise, you are up against a wall which will never open. Or gates. But when you switch over to praise, like Paul and Silas did in Acts chapter 16, verse 25 to 26, they, those, those, those gates opened. God shook that place. Things are moving on your behalf in Jesus' name. God is moving on your behalf in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Praise is one thing to do to see the hand of God delivered in our lives. Notice one another, exa- another example. Habakkuk chapter 3. 
Habakkuk chapter 3. These are not isolated verses. Thank you, Lord Jesus. O Lord, I've heard your speech and was afraid. O Lord, revive your work in the midst of the years. Oh, what a prayer to pray. In the midst of the years, make it known in wrath. Remember mercy. Oh Lord, revive your work in the midst of the years. Oh Lord, revive your work in the midst of the earth. Oh Lord, revive your people in the mighty name of Jesus. And God is responding. God is reviving his people in these days and times. You are part of God's glorious army. My Lord and my God. But notice he says that. In verse 46, he says his brightness was, Habakkuk 3, 4, his brightness was like the light. He had rays flashing from his hand, and there his power was hidden. Before him went pestilence, and, and, and fever followed at his feet. He stood and measured the earth. He looked and startled the nations, and the everlasting mountains were scattered. The perpetual hills bowed. His ways are everlasting. The everlasting mountains were scattered. The perpetual hills bowed. Sometimes situations seem like everlasting. Things seem like on and on and on or perpetual. But when God's presence goes into manifestation, every everlasting mountain and perpetual hills, the everlasting mountains are scattered and perpetual hills bow. That means that those situations cannot stand the presence of God. I'm speaking to somebody who is, who is in despair today, who is at the point of giving up. And in the name of Jesus, as you begin to praise, as you begin to praise, as you begin to praise, in the name of Jesus, I see those difficulties. I see those perpetual hills bowing down to the presence of God. Oh, I sense his presence. And notice what happened. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Verse 18. He says this. Yeah, he says, verse, verse 17 says, Habakkuk 3.17, Though the fig tree may not blossom, nor fruit be on the vine, Though the labor of the olive may fail, and the fields yield no food, though the flock may be cut off from the fold, and there be no head in the stalls. So, you started a year, and the word of God, you believe God to see fruitful seasons fruitfulness in your life to see god's hand to see things turn around to see yourself move forward for a farmer this is a serious situation nothing to rejoice about nothing you see the fig tree no fruit vine nothing labor of the olive may fail nothing fields no food flock Cut off from the fold and no head in the stalls. His dream is shattered. His vision, his goal, shattered. Nothing to show for. 
Oh, but the one that knows the Lord knows what to do. Verse 18, that's the answer. For you to see a, a change. He says, yet. Yeah. Somebody shout, yet. Yes. Somebody shout, yet. Yes. Somebody shout, yet. Yes. I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Hallelujah. I am going to rejoice. It may appear like defeat. It may appear that there is no harvest. Oh, but in the name of the Lord Jesus, I am going to turn on some praise. I am going to dance in the presence of my God. I am going to rejoice in the God of my salvation, the God of my deliverance, the God that can save, the God that can heal, the God that blesses, the God that delivers like no one else. I will rejoice. I will rejoice in his promises. That's when the battle, the thing turns around. Not before. My Lord and my God. What will be the result? Verse 19, the Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like deer's feet and he will make me walk on my high hills. I may be in the valley, but as I begin to rejoice, as I begin to praise, he will set me on my high places. Oh, being in the valley is only a temporary situation. It is only a temporary thing. In the mighty name of Jesus, praise will cause you to see the fulfillment of prophecy. Yet I will rejoice. 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 He was strengthened as he gave glory to God. Now, I'm going to put it this way. The joy of the Lord is my strength. It's easy for your strength to fail. But not when you maintain your joy and your praise in the Lord. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Is your joy slipping away? Are you tempted to feel depressed? Down. Downcast. David said to, to his soul, Why are you cast down, O my soul? Rise up and praise the Lord. <laughs> he shook himself. The joy of the Lord is your strength. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus receive an infusion of strength in the mighty name of the lord jesus christ may god strengthen you in the mighty name of the lord jesus christ nehemiah and he says the joy of the lord is your strength so there is nothing in the natural really that's the one of the best times to praise the lord yet I will rejoice yet I will rejoice yet I will rejoice oh my Lord and my God may your joy not be stolen away in Jesus name refuse to let your joy be sapped in the name of the Lord Jesus why are you cast down oh my soul there was a certain man 
he was in a very serious situation terminal condition and he had gone around and so many people men of god had prayed for him he still wasn't well he had asked other people to pray for him he still wasn't well then one day he went away from the house managed to drag himself and went into the woods he says i'm going to praise god he said when you were sitting there he started to pray again and something done on it sometimes the holy spirit will lead us unconsciously when he started praying he said hang on a minute if this thing was prayer prayer would have done it i prayed others have prayed for me remember paul and said they prayed not only prayed and he said i'm going to praise here i'm going to sit here and praise the lord till i'm delivered or till they find me dead <laughs> ah and he began to pray praise praise the lord praise the lord praise the lord for a couple of hours and then he began to drag himself from from the floor and he started feeling strength coming into his system and in a few in a few minutes oh he was completely made whole by the power of god in the mighty name of the lord jesus receive strength receive strength in the mighty name of the lord jesus may you be completely made whole as you praise the lord but you see each one of us must take personal responsibility to 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 walk according to the word of god and to praise him no matter what no matter what thank you lord jesus i see god moving on your behalf I see God moving on your behalf. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Someone is saying, I don't have joy. Someone is, and someone is saying, I, you don't know what, happened, what has happened. Oh, but I know, I know, I know. See, it's, it, 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 it's, 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 that's why sometimes it's a sacrifice. He calls it the sacrifice of praise, the fruit of our lips. But as we do that, what God has said, will come to pass in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. His hand has spoken, his hand will fulfill. We go forth holding that precious seed, the sacrifice of praise. And as we water that seed, you water it every day. Father, I praise you in the name of Jesus. Praise you for who you are. I praise your promises in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I give you all the glory. I give you all the honor. Praise him. Anything that you can think of to praise him, praise him for it. I praise you that you've turned the situation around. I am your child. You love me, Lord. You care about me. You watch over me affectionately. You are my God. You are on my side. There is, I will not fear. No matter what the natural circumstances. And in the name of Jesus, as you do that, things will turn around in your favor. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. They will be still praising the Lord. They will be still praising the Lord. Thank you, Father. Glory be to the name of the Lord. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk. So sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535.